Hold on to your butts. This is season two of the Squashbuckler Diaries podcast. My name is Guy Hassan, and you are listening to the Squash Buckler Guys podcast, the daily podcast about Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. This is the biggest, biggest story you will ever hear or in, in your life. You know what? I will remind you that season two goes through ages six to nine and a half, and each time we tackle something different, we're going back now to age six and a half, kind of uh, a bit towards seven. Joy is towards seven. Well, there's one thing in it that was only mentioned once, I think, in uh, season one. It did get (laughs) a hashtag of its own, because I knew I'd be back to it. It's also in the book. Anyway, we are episode 301, and you already know what's happening in the dream, and you already got used to the dream and living in the dream, but we're going back to a time when living in the dream was a new thing, especially for what? And Susie. So, let's begin. Season 3, episode 301, 30th, part 1, Counting the Days. Joey's age, six and a half, told by Grandpa Walt. Susie and I count the hours after Justin disappears. We've talked to Joy ahead of time about what's going to happen next. After the initial shock of living in Justin's dream, of having a granddaughter we never heard of, of going with her and Justin to visit other people's dreams, of experiencing life-threatening adventures almost at every turn, Susie started getting used to life here. One day, a couple of months ago, she started inquiring about the dates. Justin created a calendar for her to hang on the wall in the living room, and she's been silently marking the dates. Now it was time. When it's about an hour before Justin usually appears on the ship, we go up the ramp to the deck of Bunny's Revenge and sneak into Joy's cabin. Joy, wake up, Susie tells her. It's almost time. Joy wakes up in an instant. Is he here yet? We still have time, I whisper. I actually don't know why I'm whispering. Justin isn't in his dream right now. Joy rushes out, taking a toothbrush and toothpaste from their place on top of the gigantic saber-toothed teeth glued to the wall of her cabin. Mastermind helps turn the ship so she can brush her teeth from the plank. She returns the toothbrush and toothpaste and comes out of her cabin with a nylon bag full of balloons. Charlie left these. He told me it's for birthdays, so I made it permanent and hid it. I take the bag. There's a lot of balloons here. Let's get cracking, Susie says. Mastermind, Joy tells the killer robot whose two halves have been sewn together by Joy and Susie. You have to sing happy birthday too. It is safest if I do not, Mastermind answers simply. Safest, I ask. My evil side considers it demeaning, although it has shrunk down from 49.9% to 40.12% over the past few months. I believe the evil in me will regain more power if I am forced to sing 
even a short happy birthday tune. Susie and I exchange looks. That is some of the strangeness we still have to get used to when living in this place. How much will it regain? I ask Mastermind. I estimate 0.95%. Is that bad, Grandpa? Joy asks. It's reasonable. He won't turn evil. Well, it's agreed then, Joy says. You'll sing the song. Mastermind starts walking towards the ramp. I am leaving, he says in his robotic voice, in a half. Mastermind, Joy calls after him. Mastermind descends the ramp, then almost immediately returns. I have calmed down. I will sing your stupid song. Yay, Joy cheers. To be continued, told by Grandpa Walt. Hashtags. Grandpa Walt, Grandma Susie, Joy, Birthday, Justin's Birthday, Charlie, Sabretooth Teeth, Joy, Brushing Teeth. The, the hashtag I was talking about, which appeared only once in season one, as far as I remember, was the Sabretooth Teeth, uh, which are glued to the deck of Barney's Revenge. Who knows why they're glued and not hammered down? Extra points. <laughs> anyway, the mention there and the mention in the book uh, when we explain exactly how Joy brushes her teeth on the plank, on the ship. It's crazy. It's also happened a few times in season two, but I don't think we mentioned the saber-toothed teeth. Anyway, it's Justin's birthday, and Mastermind is uh, newly sawn together. If you remember, he, came, he started this season being broken into two. And Susie and Joey sewed him up. He still has his evil side to contend with, which becomes much, much less pronounced as the time goes by. Uh, because he begins to, well, just listen to the season. You'll see his process. It's Justin's birthday, and if you did the math right, he's going to be 30. So that's the birthday. So anyway, I really enjoyed writing Mastermind being pissy and being in a huff and being so emotional. I really like that. I hope you like that too. And I'm um, uh, well, uh, stuff that you don't expect for my birthday tomorrow. I will see you then. What do you think about this episode? Email me guyhasson at gmail.com. That's G-Y-H-A-S-O-N at gmail.com. If you're not subscribed, do subscribe. And if you haven't told your friends, tell your friends. Plus, if you want more context about the squash buckler down, is listen to the credits. Credits. My name is Guy Hassan. I'm an author of fantasy and science fiction, and the Squash Buckley Diaries are my life project. The Squash Buckley Diaries is part of a bigger story, a story which also includes the Lost in Dreams book series. Together, they are the story of Joy Shelley, the girl who lives in dreams. We follow her from birth to death. In season one of the Squash Buckley Diaries, we follow their life on a flying pirate ship called Bunny's Revenge, living in her father's dream between the ages of two and six. For a reason as yet unknown, Justin raises a little girl in his dreams, and she does not wake up. She's there when he is awake, she's there when she sleeps, and she probably doesn't dream. At the end of season one, 
came the other half of this life project, the first Lost in Dreams book called The Forgotten Girl. Joe and Justin learned their inner dream, and they both left the dream to find out what's beyond. No spoilers about the crazy and amazing things that happened there. Okay? Her life is different now, and in season two, we will follow her life from ages six to nine, as her entire world has changed. This story is not written for you. It's written for my three daughters, and it's about the life of a father and a daughter in crazy circumstances. You're welcome to enjoy the story. I think you will. I think you really will. But it is not for you. This is my life project for me and my girls. And like all my other books, I'm self-publishing to maintain complete control, and I suck at marketing, which is sad. But who cares? We will follow Joy's life from birth to death. Each new book will jump ahead three years in her life. Each season of the Squashbuckler Diaries will show Joy's life between the big events of each book. Check out the website guyhasson.com, G-U-Y-H-A-S-S-O-N.com, where you can find texts of all these podcasts, and more importantly, where you can also search the hashtags at the end of each episode. The intro and the exit music is called Brass Gentleman by Thomas Howardick. I will see you tomorrow.